This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. to With This Ring, episode 34, Shawn Michaels, part two. I'm your co-host, Ryan Everett. I'm your co-host, Cindy Everett. And today we will continue our look at the back half of Shawn Michaels' career. So when we last left the Heartbreak Kid, he had uh, just had a casket match against The Undertaker. Yeah, that's the one where it set on fire, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. At the end came... Kills his brother again. Yes, this obviously. Is, I think that's Undertaker's second death, phonetically. Oh, how many times does he have? Uh, well, about four or five. Okay. And okay. Kind of, sometimes it wasn't a full death. You know, sometimes it looked like he was dead, but then implied it came back. Death. Well, like that one was an implied death, right? Because well, I mean, he burned to death. But yes. No. In nineteen ninety four, he ascended to the heavens. Oh wow, great! Well, yeah. this isn't about the Undertaker. No, no, because the Undertaker also... was—he's too. too too complicated. It would take like four months and a lot of bad matches. Yeah. Now we're talking about someone else who believed in someone who loves goes to the heavens. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so Shawn Michaels. The so after that match, the only the next match he wrestled was the match we watched for Steve Austin at WrestleMania 14. Okay. And that match, like, it's always been said, like, it's not really a disappointment. It's just it's two guys that are not at their Height yeah. anymore, it, like because they had a match a year earlier on Pew that was a lot better, but there was just no finish to it. Like it was because they just booked themselves that way. But like this, obviously the finish. No matter who was who he was wrestling at WrestleMania 14, the finish was going to be Steve Austin hitting the stunner and winning the world title. Right. Like that was originally it was going to be Bret Hart, but then uh, screw jobs <laughs> happened. Yeah. And but like it was. From, like, I would say WrestleMania 13, it was decided, like, it doesn't matter who is the world champion, WrestleMania 14 is going to be the ascent of Steve Austin. Okay. So they have that match, and there's rumors, like, Shawn Michaels wasn't going to do the match, and The Undertaker was standing in, like, the gorilla position right in front, <laughs> right behind the entrance, and, like, tightening his gloves and like stuff. Ready to go. Like, wow. ready to beat the shit out of Shawn Michaels. And, like, for a while, that rumor went by, that was just, like, wrestler bullshit but then it's come out that yeah both of them have like wait Shawn Michaels well the Undertaker was like was worried that Shawn Michaels was gonna pull like a fit and be like I'm not jabbing Steve Austin oh so he was like walking around backstage with his like gloves on like if you don't go out there you're gonna fight me oh jeez yeah it's traumatic yeah take it easy on the Vince you gotta stay Stay lucid. I'm good. I'm good. So then, so then, Shawn Michaels gets knocked out for Mike by Mike Tyson, and he goes away for 
that time, like four months, he comes back, does a little commentating. Okay. And then in November of 98, he becomes the commissioner mm-hmm. for like, ends up being about a year and a half because he gets fired a few times, but he always had, he didn't read the fine print. That was uh, a big thing in the attitude there. The don't. fine print of contracts. Oh, yes. Yes, because you didn't read the fine print. No one can fire me. Right. So. That's how all good contracts are. Yes, that's how most of them are. I mean. Straight down to the side. That, and, usually, and usually, uh, at least one of the parties has to cut the other person off with an assignment or blood. Ooh, geez, that's really? Just, well, it's happened a few times. Yeah. I'm not sure. So, you know, make it official, official. Yeah, that's like. That's Double stamp. Intense. Yeah, jeez. But then, Sean, so Shawn Michaels, he's like, okay, Julian pairing, but that really, like, he can't wrestle, so he opens his... Oh, rest- can he wrestle his back? His back. Is, he, like, he needed, he needed back fusion surgery gotcha. in, like, January of 99, I think is when he got it. Okay. So he's, like, appearing, like, once every few months on TV, and then he also opens up a wrestling school oh, okay. in San Antonio, and, uh... I would say his most famous alumni would be uh, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Oh, yeah, definitely. So that's a pretty... Good get, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good get. Supposedly he was... It was more like it was his name's academy, but there was like two other guys who did like gotcha. most... Like he'd show up every once in a while, but it wasn't like... Intimately like, involved with right. it. Okay. But, so yeah, so he's doing that, and then in 2001, they... It's like slated that he's gonna start. He's gonna come back to actually mm-hmm. wrestle, but he shows up at the Raw in 2001, right before WrestleMania 17, where, like, two days before the show happened, the WWE bought WCW, oh. so then it'd be written into the show, and Sean's part had to be written off, ah. and Sean then the next day for SmackDown showed up in the infamous no, no conditions perform, okay, so. Found out of his mind, and even like <laughs> Triple H, like his best friend, was like, "No, you're an embarrassment. You have to go home." Oh, so geez. he goes home and he finds Jesus. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. All right. So that's 2001 when that happened. 2001 to into 2002, but like by two end of 2001, he was like showing up on shows and stuff, and was in good shape. Was, good was shape. actually lucid, and that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he was like, he was one of the guys that was like, he's gonna be one of these guys that dies at 38 because. Gotcha. Like, took 85 somas to, like, muscle in the life. Gotcha, yeah. And, you know, wash it down with a bottle of Jack Daniels yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's not good. No. Not, not, not recommended. So no. With this ring officially does not endorse <laughs> okay. 85 painkillers and alcohol. So, then Sean Michaels comes back in 2002. Mm-hmm. And he is entered into a feud right away with Triple H. It's nice to ease him back on his friend. Yeah, because he wasn't sure if he was actually going to wrestle, but he was like, if there's one person I trust, it's him. And they have quite the the garbage brawl. Yeah, so my notes, uh, not a sanctioned match. Right. First match back, you know, it's it's just like late attitude era vibes. Yeah. The trash pans and like the chair and the table, you know, like every, the stairs, the table, table, like everything was used, you know. Later at Edge Era vibes, but it ended up being a good match. I think we, we, yeah. we watched this at the time. You said people were kind of, you know, we're not really sure what he was going to do. Right, but yeah, it was good. it was kind of like unclear. He did the, like his like jump up move, and everyone yeah. like, got very excited. The, the nip up, yes. Nip up? The nip up. What's it called? A nip up. Oh. Or the kip, no, it's a kip up. 
makes me feel. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, people weren't sure like, is this a one-time thing? Is he gonna like, be like, you know, a special attraction guy? We're all wrestling like once or twice yeah, a year. Yeah, your breath wasn't it? Right, yeah. But then, the next WrestleMania, he's wrestling against Chris Jericho, mm -hmm. and this is kind of where he turns into being like a full-time guy. Then, like after this match, like okay. he's on Raw the next night and he's uh, involved in everything. So gotcha. Yeah, but so who? So who decided, like, that, you know, on the green light to make him a regular? I think it was kind of, like, a combination of, like, him thinking that he wanted to do it and could do it again. And just, like, I mean, they're not going to turn down full-time Shawn Michaels. So right. it was probably more him saying, yeah. I'm ready to, like, you know, do everything. Yeah, I mean, that 2002 match, he went off the top rope into the table. Like, he yeah. kind of did all the big moves. Um yeah, the 2003 Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, so he had lots of back and forth, evenly matched. Oh, yeah, this is just like finisher after finisher after finisher. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote, I don't remember what this looked like, but I wrote, Shawn Michaels wins by doing a weird loop where he basically sits on him. Yeah, it was like a, <laughs> he does like a, a rolling clutch pin that was, it was always a big, uh, like in the wrestling video games, you had a front special and a back special. A lot of guys don't really have back specials. But if you're like a littler guy, that was always like the default, like like a roll up victory okay. roll. <laughs> yeah. So that was an odd, odd thing, but you know he he Shawn Michaels wins. So they obviously yep. have confidence in him. Yeah, they. I think at the at first when this happened, I remember like a lot of the internet writers who were always big fans of Chris Jericho, like kind of outsized to. Really. Yeah, like more than they. I mean, he was good, but like they kind of called him up to be like the guy so like they were like oh you know this is horrible you know chris jericho's gonna stick around Shawn michaels is going uh, is going out right away and like well they're about chris jericho sticking around so he's still kicking yeah but like actually he would leave the wbf before Shawn michaels like he leaves it in like two years for like three like he has like uh, hiatus. hiatuses oh, okay. and Shawn michaels really from 2003 sticks around till 2010 for yeah. the most, I mean, like, little breaks here and there for injuries, but not. Hmm. So, yeah. So, he's back full time. Yeah. And I also, my favorite part of the whole match, though, is at the end, when Chris Jericho goes to, or Shawn Michaels is offering his hand, and Chris Jericho has to hug his idol, Shawn Michaels, and then backs up and just kicks him in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Easily the best part of the match. Well, you know, you didn't like this one? No, I like it. I'm just saying part that most. part's the most. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. No, it's a great match, I think. Because the cherry on top is yeah. seeing him get kicked in the nuts. Fair enough. And then, so yeah, so he starts, he's back like full time and mm -hmm. he gets, eventually, as always, he gets back to Triple H. Yes, it was, yeah, I guess we watched two of those, but was that like a common thing? Yeah, and like, we watched two, the two best of them. Okay. A lot of them got into like the... Well, we're going to have a match that's going to be a 50-minute classic. Mm, and it's geez. just not, like, it's too masturbatory, like, gotcha. every spot, picking out of every finisher. A little too self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. So this, though, like, being on Raw, I think, kind of constrained them to, like, yeah. you can't have a 45-minute match. Like, this is a long for Raw. It's, it like, was. 25 minutes, I think. Yeah, it was in San Antonio, so people, yes. of course, are going nuts for uh Shawn Michaels, and, yes, and Ric Flair was there as Triple H's manager. Yep. 
you know, gets got the leverage by holding Ric Flair's Of course, hand. yeah. That, that <laughs> always puts so much more leverage into the figure four. Yeah, then Sean does the figure four. Mm-hmm. And then, but so then yeah, the ref goes down, of course. This is, once again, a lot of, like, chaos. Yeah. Like, Eric Bischoff comes out. Yeah. So, so Shawn, well, Shawn Michaels hits the super kick and, like, falls on top of Triple H. Yeah. And the ref counts the three, but Shawn Michaels' shoulders were on the ground at the same time. So, technically, it's a draw, and Triple H keeps the title. Oh, okay. Um, then this is where you said... Wait, never mind. No, I think... Not that everyone has much No, that, that's next. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, yeah, next was in Shelton. What happened in 2004? No good matches then? No, he had plenty of good matches, but, like, well, at WrestleMania 20, the main event is a great match, but it's Triple H versus Shawn Michaels... Versus Chris Benoit. Oh. And then at the end, Chris Benoit's family comes in to celebrate oh. with him. So it's not... It was like... It's probably like... Like, I could watch Chris Benoit matches, but that's the one, like, I can't even, like... Because it's just, like... Uh, yeah, it's sad. Yeah, I mean, it was a great match, but... Okay. He's a monster, so... Yeah. Fair enough. So, so that was, like, his main thing. And then he was out for a little bit injured... And yeah, just kind of. I mean, he had good matches, but not one of the no all-time matches. Gotcha. Okay, then we moved to two thousand. A lot of two thousand five matches we yep. watched. Just two. Two, two in the series. Shelton Benjamin. Yes, and Raw. So they had this little eight-man tournament going on to determine who would be the number one contender. Okay. It was just like the opening round match because you know two guys just kind of randomly paired up. Okay. And Shelton Benjamin was the Intercontinental Champion at the time. So okay. he was like a younger guy on the rise, kind of. Yeah. And yeah, and then Shawn Michaels just have a banger. Yeah, it was good. 14 minute, like, back and forth match. It was super fast paced. They're both really strong and athletic. Um, okay, this is the end where Shelton Benjamin, like, jumped, like, literally yeah. all the way this across the ring. This is probably the best Sweet Chin music ever. Yeah. I would <laughs> vote for this one. Yep. Yeah. He would he, all around him, Yeah, because yeah. he does the, the full springboard into the ring and just yep. right into it. Like, Sean just sticks his leg up and he's, he eats it with his chin. Like, yeah, it he is really does. literally what the move says. But, yeah, and, and then Sean wins, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that was like the next week, I remember. That was like added into the opening credits of oh, Raw. Like, yeah. That's a highlight. I think it, well, not anymore, but for a while, it was in there for quite a while. I could see that. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, it just looks awesome. Yeah, no, it's crazy. This is where I, I, you told me to tell, ask you to tell the Yeah, Earl so Hebner Earl Hebner was the referee in this match. Yes. He's usually, I mean, I can't go think, think I, actually, I think he was the referee in all the matches. He was the one in 2003. Yeah, I'm sure he was. Yeah, I think he was for all of it. Well, he was for most of them. He was always Shawn Michaels' favorite referee. Oh, okay. Because, you know, he helped him screw up. Right. But, anyway. <laughs> but, so, he was always his favorite referee, and then, in 2005, like, it was about a month after the, no, well, the Shelton Benjamin match was May, I think it was in July, okay. where him and his brother are both, Dave Hebner, who was always... He's also a ref, right? He was a ref earlier, and then he was, like, a backstage guy, like, helping get things organized and stuff. They both get fired. Really? Like, hmm. after 18 years. What happened? And it turns out they were selling bootleg t-shirts. 
That seems like a stupid thing to risk your job. And, right? Yeah, exactly. And like, they were well, getting paid enough for WWE. I mean, they were probably getting paid enough. Yeah, negotiate your contract and then. Well, also like what they were doing, they were like selling bootleg T-shirts and also like mysterious amounts of T-shirts, like licensed T-shirts, were missing. And all of a sudden, they were being sold at this St. Louis like shirt store that they had a controlling interest in. Mm. So it was, and yeah, so and both of them got fired, which was pretty funny. I feel like, yeah, kind of. I don't know. It's like stupid. Yeah, exactly. Why? Okay. Well, I hope it was worth it. The yep. t-shirts are worth it. Hope they got paid. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, that was that's, I didn't like didn't see that coming. That was going to be <laughs> something scandalous. Yeah. Or like something more. And that's a pretty low level crime. I mean, it's still. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it, like, like, like they the weren't like they weren't like charged with a crime or anything. It was just like, like you can't sell our, your shit like. In our, like, they had people, like, selling shirts in the parking lot. Jeez. And, like, so people figured, like, oh, it's a licensed yeah. WWE thing. Not so much. Nope, it's <laughs> out of Earl Hebner's trunk. Well, all right, then. And then we're Earl So who's the referee for the rest of his matches? Uh, it's usually probably Mike Kyoga. Okay. He's a, I think he's the guy who hangs with him the most. Gotcha. But, well, our next match has a lot of referees. Oh, yeah, that was a lot. Well, first we watched the promo where he was kind of hyping it up. When yeah, which, that, yeah, I think that is probably his best, the best promo of his career. Okay. Because yeah. the thing, the best part about it is with the Bret Hart stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, he's in Montreal. Yeah. It's in Montreal and literally the week before online. Oh, yeah, yeah. WWE.com yeah. kind of broke a story that, like, oh, Bret Hart was in Stanford. Like, they showed pictures of him shaking hands with Vince McMahon. Uh-huh. They announced they're going to make a DVD. He's... They basically say he's going to go to the Hall of Fame next year. And so if that hadn't happened, like if Raw was the week before, before gotcha. that happened, really he wouldn't have, if they would have played Bret Hart's music, no one would have even reacted because they would have known it was like a bullshit thing. Because gotcha. at that point he was still like, I hate the WWF, I'm never going to appear there. But he just signed that. But now he, they yeah. just signed that. So like, and you know, Montreal's one of the, more you know smart fan oh, like really? internet connected yeah. fans so they had all seen uh, or okay. a lot of them had seen that story and knew like what was really going on so when Bret Hart's music hit everyone like everyone was like minds, lost yeah. their minds it was one of the longest pops for a guy who wasn't right and nowhere near the building right yeah I thought even my notes like oh shit he's here yeah yeah he was not no no <laughs> he was just taunting them but he, the match against Hulk Hogan, though, wasn't in Montreal. That's no. just where he was doing Right, that was just the, where the Raw, the go-home okay. Raw was. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah. And then he does the same thing with Hulk Hogan music, which, I mean, that was more believable. He was scheduled for a match that night, so I don't know why he wasn't there. Usually, they say you have to be there hours before. Him. Right, well, I'm sure she was just doing whatever he wanted. Yeah. wanted. yeah, so talk to me about Hulk Hogan coming back to WC, or not WCW, WWE. Yeah. Okay, well, it started in 2002. Him, Hall, and Nash, you know, the NWO mm-hmm. came in. They were brought in by, so Vince McMahon and Ric Flair were the co-owners of WWE at this point. Obviously. It's like comic books where it's like, this universe was this. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so the universe at this point, Vince McMahon and Ric Flair were co-owners of the WWF. Sure they were. Vince couldn't live with Vince, with Ric Flair being his co-owner, so he wanted to kill the WWF. 
Obviously. The only way we could do that was we inject a lethal poison into the WWF. That would be the NWO. Oh. So he brings in the NWO, which is just like the total opposite of the whole idea of the NWO. Being like this outside group, and now the owner of the group is bringing you in. That's true, yeah. But eventually, they get to Hulk versus Rock at WrestleMania 18, which we watched. And mm-hmm. after that, they were like, okay, everyone still loves Hulk Hogan, so we just have to. Always. Let's yeah. just say fuck it with Hollywood Hogan. Just go back to Hulk, yeah. Just pump the pump gas into the, uh, the, the Hulk Hogan yeah. 1988. You know, revival, and that's pretty much what they did. Uh-huh. And he came. So, two thousand two, he was there most of the year. Two thousand three, he was there a little bit. Two thousand four, he's not there. Huh. Two thousand five, he comes back at WrestleMania to be inducted in the Hall of Fame and beat up Muhammad Hassan, the Arab character, obviously. And then, as one does. And yes, and at, at Wrestle at the Hall of Fame, everyone's chanting one more match, and that's when him and Shawn Michaels team up. Against Muhammad Hassan and his Arab friend uh, Davari, and of course Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels win that yeah. match. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, like the two most powered up guys mm-hmm. in the WWE universe are will be a mid Carter and his manager. Right. Yes. Also foreign. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Losing a lot points. of reasons why. That's not gonna. And also Hulk Hogan. So then they do another match in July where it's like Shawn Michaels and. I think Shawn Michaels, John Cena, and Hulk Hogan against Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, and Christian, I want to say. Okay. And at the end, John Cena, like, runs after Kurt Angle, so it's just Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan in the ring. Uh, and, uh, and, like, they're doing the double pose and stuff, yeah. and then Shawn Michaels kicks oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan. So it's all like, oh, oh no, no, don't yeah. do this. <laughs> no. What did you think at the time? I don't know. It was like... Yeah, it sounds like it's a good, like, that's the good marquee match for a SummerSlam. Like, some, like the other, the title matches this year were Batista versus JBL, and it would have been John Cena versus Chris Jericho. Hmm. They're both good. Yeah. They were, and they are both good matches, but, like, as a headliner for SummerSlam, you needed, like, something bigger. And this yeah. was a good, a good way to do it, I think. Because a lot of Summer Slams, even when they have two world titles, they'd have like something different as their main event. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I, before this started, I told you I had low expectations for this match. So right. Sometimes, like, old Hogan. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, it's, how, and, how good is this going to be? But I actually, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Hogan dominated early. He still moved really well. You know, Sean made him look good. Yeah, Sean does. Some people criticize the match because Sean, like, over comically sells a little bit. Yeah. Which is definitely true, but... So, originally going into this, the backstage news was that they were going to do a three-match series. Oh, okay. And Hogan was going to win this one, but, like, controversially, Mm -hmm. Michaels was going to, like, screw him and cheat to win in the second second match. Yeah. And then the third match would be a cage match, which Hogan would win cleanly hmm. and then supposedly the day of the show Hulk Hogan was like yeah it doesn't work for me I want to win clean tonight oh really yeah Jeez. and like really so they were like okay and like because of that so Shawn Michaels was like well I'm gonna like show oh, how much better I am 
Oh, and then, like, because, okay. I mean, there's no doubt about that Shawn Michaels carries the match. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, he would, no matter what, but he, like, kind of, kind of almost looks Hulk Hogan look, like, goofy, almost. Yeah. At points. The way he's, like, overselling it and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of blood, and then, yeah, it just had to drag a little bit near the end. And, yeah, a lot of refs getting knocked Yeah, out. a lot of, yeah. I don't know, that's fine. Hogan, oh, yeah, I wasn't surprised when Hogan won. Yeah, of course, Hogan, it, it ends <laughs> it was as clean, though. most, oh, yeah, it ends the way most Hogan matches end with the Hulk up. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, the ridiculous, I think Shawn Michaels falls, like, four times on the big boot, like, he stands up, falls, and walks, yeah, bounces true. up. Yeah, and then, yeah, the big, stinky, giant killing, like, draft mm-hmm. ends it. <laughs> As one does. And yeah, then the next match, I didn't expect this opponent. This opponent. Yeah, so. <laughs> then actually, right now, we'll take a quick break. Oh, okay. Then we'll come back with like, we'll the, come back like, with the circus last the match. three, four, four matches yep. on our show. Right. And we'll be back. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. fellow Americans. This past week, the Generation X was informed that TSN, Star TV, Sky Sports, and USA Network is drawing the line on standards and practices as it relates to WWF programming and to Generation X. In the future, we need to be careful of what we do and what we don't do. Again, DX gets in trouble every time we do something gratuitously. Therefore, the following is the standard and practices that DX promises to adhere to. From the hours of 9 to 10 p.m., we will only use the words ass, damn, and hell. We will, however, never use the words or any other sexual or racial slurs. From the 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. hour, we will only use the words ass, damn, hell, and We will, however, never use the words or any other racial or sexual slurs. Now, as it pertains to video, we promise there will be less references. Hey, watch your mouth. We will have less references to our enormous genitalia. And on a final note, even though many of you believe that currently the favorite pastime in the oral office is swallow the leader. I did not, I repeat, I did not sleep with that young intern. As a matter of fact, I was up all night. <laughs> and we are back, and now we are in 2006. And this started. 
this was a this is a this is quite the storyline. Yeah, especially for it was very funny. So, like the last draw of two thousand five, Sean, they were hyping the Bret Hart DVD that had just come out, and Vince McMahon comes up to the to the you know the ring at the end of the show and is like. I'm not talking about this great TV and I want to bring out my partner in crime, Sean Michaels. Ha, ah, Sean. And Sean comes out and is like, Vince, you got to like grow up. Like, stop yeah. talking about this all the time. So from then on, he's a Mark Man, Vince McMahon eyes because he dared okay. to talk across to him. But that was like all paid though. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was all part of the gotcha. angle. So yeah, so they build up a feud for four, three months. Like, That's a while. They give it, yeah, they give it a time. Like, Shane McMahon comes out in the Royal Rumble and throws Shawn Michaels out due to a Vince McMahon oh. interference. But yeah, it's a it's a good it's a well built feud. It involved uh, Marty Jannetty coming back and oh, nice. having to join the Rockers Vin- Express. No, well the Rockers. Rockers, that's but right. you know he has to join the exclusive uh, Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. Oh yes, of course. Which during the match. It's one of the stupidest things ever. <laughs> but Vince pulls down his pants to have his Shane is in control, and he wants Shane his shove Shawn Michaels' face in his ass because mm-hmm. Vince McMahon likes doing that. That's so weird. And Shawn Michaels like hits Shane and puts Shane's head in his ass. Wait, that happened before? No, it's in this match. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, I think I was still talking about the lead-up. No, no, sorry. Oh, no, there's, oh, this match, that's like right to the middle. There's a lot of hat stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. Before. Well, but that's like... There was like the poster. Yeah, so well, yeah. Yeah, what was that with that poster? So, earlier that month, the Muscle and Fitness, or whatever, Magazine. Ma- Muscle Mag, whatever it was, he, Vince McMahon was on the cover, okay. like, look at what a 64-year-old, or whatever he was at that yeah. point, can, can look like. yeah. Gross. And then we like. also had the uh, classic promo beforehand where the McMahon family prays. That's right. That's and then it starts with, God, I don't like you, yeah. and you don't like me. <laughs> yes, pla- yeah, classic. But yeah, there was like the poster, which is yeah. pretty funny. Yes. Then the spirit The spirit squad, yes. The cheerleaders come out. Who are, what was that deal with that group? So there were like just five male cheerleaders. Uh, Dolph Ziggler was uh, Mickey. Yeah. And Kenny actually got a push, like, once they... It was just kind of like... They didn't know how true they wanted to be with... Like, how much they wanted to push them, I think, kind mm-hmm. of. Like, they gave them tag titles for, like, six months. Really? But, huh. like, they kind of did it where, like, it could be any th- two members that they wanted to defend it. You know, like... Interesting. So they kind of did that for a while. But, yeah, they were... I think they didn't know what they... Like, they knew they couldn't get any higher than they were. So they kind of... It was set to... It kind of had, like, a a limit. And it did. Like, after six months, they kind of trashed it. Yeah, Sean hits them all with their megaphones. Yep. Yeah, and then Shane comes out and, like, gets... With his his Singapore cane ring. That's... Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And then... um, Well, he eventually gets handcuffed to the ring. But first, yeah, Sean has to... Shane's, Shane's face in Vince's butt, yeah. and like Vince is like really. Yeah, Vince is him. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then then like Sean, Shane gets Sean and Shane. I get confused, but I know who they are. But like same right. names. So Shane gets handcuffed. Right, uh, and it just has to has to watch, watch Vince get caned in the ass. Yeah, but then 
Sean goes off the giant ladder. That was yeah. crazy. Well, he kept like stuff. Like first, he just puts that on the table. Yeah. Then he gets a ladder. Oh, yeah. Then he gets a garbage can. can right, puts yeah. it on Vince McMahon. Then he gets it was a bigger just, ladder. Like, so over the top. Yeah, it was, it was. like a parody of a match. Yeah, it's exactly. Which is what Vince McMahon matches usually are. And sure. Right. Yeah. It's kind of why they're awesome. Like they're like it's pro wrestling. We're gonna pro wrestle it as much as possible. Yeah, we're really gonna gonna lean into it. So. Yeah, like the whole like gimmicky like entertainment part of sports entertainment. Right. Yeah, it's very wrestle, a wrestle. Of, a lot of stuff, but it was funny. It was entertaining. I I had never I wasn't aware of that match, so yeah, it was a fun nice, pleasant surprise. Yeah, I was at that WrestleMania. It was it was pretty good. I remember like the biggest one of the best parts of it was definitely as Vince McMahon is being stretched off. He gives his yeah, that's the right. finger. <laughs> They got like a huge pop from the crowd. I remember, like yeah, everything funny, did, yeah. but that was like just the best. Yeah, that's good. And then we moved to uh, yes. 2007. So 2007. So at WrestleMania 23, it's Shawn Michaels versus John Cena in the final match of the show. They have a great like 30 minute match, and it, just in the end, John Cena wins. And at the time, they were both tag champions. They were tag champs also because. That's a thing you do sometimes. Oh, I, Shawn, I wrote my notes. Shawn Michaels won this one. John Cena. You no, know, I'm talking about the match before. Oh, before. Okay. So okay, I was gonna say, I was like, what? Yeah. So this is three weeks after WrestleMania, and it's Iran, England. So it was like that's right. Yeah. It wasn't pre-taped, but it was taped. Like it aired live in London. Gotcha. Then it aired. On so tape. it was like right. on tape delay. Yeah. Yeah. And but like, so if you read the internet, it like. Three o'clock or so, it was yeah, like afternoon. John Cena and Shawn Michaels have an hour match yeah. on Raw tonight. So yeah, it goes. I think it was about. It ended up being fifty-five minutes. The version we watched was about thirty-seven. I think. I was gonna say. It, I didn't think it was fifty-five minutes. Well, yeah, but because it aired live with commercials, gotcha. so the commercial breaks are. I mean, I'm sure they have them somewhere, but they're lost to time for now. I don't need to watch the commercials. Yeah, That's fine. I mean, a lot of times when it's a commercial break. It's just like a guy in a chin lock because right. you're not going to exert that much energy. Right. Yeah, is this one just everything right about this one? This the is like just gone. Really yeah. very beefy John Cena. Yes, this is of, John Cena probably at his puffiest. Yeah, he was puffy. Um, so Sean's definitely quicker. And yeah, a lot of a lot of two counts, lots of grappling. Um, I also had in here asked Ryan about the story of passionate John Cena fan. Oh, yeah. So, at WrestleMania, <laughs> I was at WrestleMania 23. Okay. And, like, we were we were high up. We weren't, I mean, we were in the highest, right. the yeah. lowest price bracket. Yeah. Gotcha. It was pretty high up, but, I mean, it wasn't horrible seats. Where, where, where was it again? Uh, Ford Field. Oh, in Detroit. In Detroit, yeah. Okay, that's right. So, like, it was during that a wrestle, but Shawn Michaels had, like, a sleeper on John Cena or something. So, Shawn Michaels was in control. This guy, like, three rows in front of us, full John Cena, camo hat, shirt that he was had just come out that day, so he had <laughs> put this on in the lobby of Ford Field. Camo shorts, you know, pump-up gym shoes, I'm sure, the, the chain band, the chain, chain gang yeah. around the neck. He's like, yo, where's my chain gang soldiers? Let's go, Cena! In, like, three people, like, threw, like, hot dog wrappers at him. We were very pro Shawn Michaels. Like section, it, yeah. Like I was, I was just like, yeah, suck it. Like yeah. this guy was, his, he, he didn't read his yeah. section well. He didn't 
listen to the pre-match introductions oh, and okay. who was cheering for who. Well, he was already like gung ho about him anyway. Yeah, I mean, so he was gonna cheer. It's pretty funny. His way, no matter what. But <laughs> he did not have his chain gang soldiers behind him. Nope. As he anticipated. <laughs> Just like, Boo. so yeah, so then three weeks later, and, and Shawn Michaels did one that match, yes, yes. Okay. Well, Shawn Michaels wins the Raw match, yes, right? Because, yeah, because so she, John Cena wins at WrestleMania. Three weeks later, they have a match on Raw, and it's a non title match, it's like the big thing. John Shawn Michaels just wants to prove that he's the better man, so mm, okay, because then they were wrestling in a four way the next week at the pay per view, gotcha. it was. Shawn Michaels versus John Cena versus Edge versus Orton. And the cool thing about this, like, we didn't really go through this process watching the whole show, but they advertise Cena versus Michaels and Edge versus Orton. Separately? And, yeah, like, there's two separate matches that were scheduled to take place. Hmm. And Edge in his promo is even like, can't wait to see John Cena and Shawn Michaels just kill each other before our match on Sunday. And I'm going to take Randy Orton out of our match before we even get to it. So they like made it seem like there's going to be at least two more matches on the show. Okay. But they just this match runs long, so oh, it's gotcha. kind of like like if you were just watching, you're like, all right, so there's two matches left. Gotcha. So this match, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe it'll go 25 minutes if it's going to go like long, but mm -hmm. you don't think it's going to go erase the other match. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and Shawn Michaels wins clean with mm -hmm. sweet chin music and. It's probably like in like a six year span it's probably like one of three clean John Cena jobs. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to like every other like he'd lose like ladder matches and stuff but it was like pushed over, like actual gotcha. title losses. Gotcha. Few that few and far between. Right. Makes sense. So yeah, then we, uh, so you, you say till 2010, the last year we went, we went to was 2008. Right, yeah. So we saw in WrestleMania 24, which is in 2008. Yes. I want to get confused with WrestleMania 28, 28. which is in 2012. Yes, that's, yeah. But, <laughs> so yeah, he's, so Ric Flair, he was out for a little bit in 2007, and then he came back, and I was like, oh, I'm so happy to be back, and Ric and Vince McMahon came out and was like, it's good to have you back, Rick. But the next time you lose, you're fired. <laughs> so, like, for the next four months. I mean, how often did he really wrestle? Well, that, he, he hadn't been wrestling that much, but now right. they kind of stepped it up. Like, okay. him wrestle, okay. like that night he wrestled Randy Orton, who was the world champ. Oh, wow. But he wins by, like, DQ or something. Like, gotcha. Yeah. So he just keeps winning, and, like, there's a night where... It's him versus Triple H, and it's if Triple H loses, he can't be in the Royal Rumble. Oh, so Triple H, silly standards Triple H has like this, you know, Sophie's Choice, and <laughs> at the end, like somehow Ric Flair wins, but don't worry, Triple H still gets in the Royal Rumble. I know oh, you're yeah. worried. I was very worried. Yeah, right. <laughs> and but so he keeps winning all these different matches, and then. Shawn Michaels comes out on Raw in like early March of 2008 and announces that Ric Flair's the first inductee into the 2008 Hall of Fame. Yeah. And then Ric Flair comes out and says, you know, he wants to wrestle the best at WrestleMania, and it's Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels like, no, I don't want to do. It. I can't. I don't want to be the guy that retires you. Yeah. And then Ric Flair gets all pissed off, like, 
Oh, so Fine. you're just assuming you beat me? Yeah. Like, if I can't if I can't beat you, I don't deserve to be right. wrestling anymore. If I can't beat the best, I don't right. deserve it. So then they go back and forth, and you know, and then like the week before is a really good promo by Shawn Michaels actually hmm. about like old yeller and he loves they love that dog but eventually at the end you got to take that dog out back Uh and shoot in the head and like rick flair like snapped him from him like legitimately like drew blood on Shawn michael's mouth by slapping him so hard wow like yeah so it was a good good build up and it built up to this man and it was kind of known like this he's gonna lose this match like Shawn Michaels? No, Ric Flair. Flair. Really? Yeah, I mean... Because I thought that was kind of surprising. I thought they would for sure let Ric Flair win. No, I think... Because, like, the old school ways, you always lose your last match. Okay. So, you think he was going to lose, and it was. it's kind of like the Undertaker's streak thing. Gotcha. Like, do you give it to a guy who will be able to build off of it, or do you give it to, like, a young star? Uh-huh. And I don't think at this time they really have anyone that they really believed in or like because like randy orton you could say maybe but he had already beaten rick flair like a bunch before this so it also he had to be someone that hadn't beaten because you know for like four years beforehand rick flair was kind of not a jabber but yeah not like really That's presented as yeah. a guy who could beat everyone right gotcha so they went with someone with also a little bit of a legacy right yeah so it actually so Shawn michaels wins yeah, and this is a good match, too. Like, the yeah. moves, like, Sean Michaels definitely did a phenomenal job. There's so many big moves. Like, the, well, a lot of moves off the ropes. Moonsault, there he breaks the, breaks the table by himself. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he <laughs> hits him with the sweet chin yeah. music. I love you. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I love you. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I, I guess not having the same context as you. I was surprised they let Shawn Michaels win. yeah. But that actually kind of builds into his next storyline where, so the next night they have this like ceremony where like all these people come out and congratulate Ric Flair. And during it, Batista's out there because he was with Ric Flair and Evolution and stuff. And then when Shawn Michaels comes out, Batista's giving him the eyes. So it comes out that Batista's really pissed off at Shawn Michaels for beating Ric Flair and retiring him. So they have a match, and then... It's like very soap opera Oh, very, yeah. <laughs> so then, and then Chris Jericho starts, like, egging Batista. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, excuse me. Bless you. So, Chris Jericho's kind of being, like, well, he's, like, poking gotcha, Batista yeah. about how Shawn Michaels is always faking injuries uh, and trying to... Starting shit. So, yeah, so eventually it turns into more of a Chris Jericho-Shawn Michaels feud. And Batista just gets kind of swept off the side. Yeah, he goes away. Gotcha. And then Jericho throws Shawn Michaels into the Jeritron 5000, which... What is that? The little the flat screen TV that Chris Jericho has for his interview segments. Okay, obviously. So they say Shawn Michaels is going to have to retire due to eye damage. And then at <laughs> SummerSlam, Shawn Michaels comes out with his wife, and Chris Jericho goes to hit Shawn Michaels... Ends up hitting Shawn Michaels' wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen part of that. Part of that yeah, so then Shawn Michaels comes back to wrestle, apparently, his eyes fine now. Right. Although this was around the time he got the, the lazy eye in real life. So. Oh, really? Okay. So it kind of works Maybe out. Maybe it works out that way. But, so yeah, so they have a match, 
and Shawn Michaels, it's like an unsanctioned match. Shawn Michaels wins it. But then later in the night, Chris Jericho gets added to a world title match and wins the world title. Oh. So he got beaten up by Shawn Michaels, but he walks out with the title belt. Gotcha. So then they set it up <laughs> that there's going to be, they're going to have a title match at No Mercy, and it's going to be a ladder match. Okay, Shawn Michaels yeah. got to pick the stipulation for some okay. reason. Yeah, well, why not? <laughs> sure. Well, no, they they both are, do very well good job with the ladder matches. Yeah. So. Well, they say yeah, they both yeah a lot of like leverage. Like I, I don't know like, how to describe it. Like instead of, instead of just hitting them, they would kind of like ricochet off a surface. Yeah. Like, like a seesaw. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They both. Did it that wasn't more times. like it was less of like moves off the ladder. That's true. Of, like moves with the ladder, yes, kind of. That's true. And then um, who was the guy that ran out and helped push Jericho? There was Lance Cade. He was also a Shawn Michaels Texas Wrestling Academy alum. Oh, okay. And he had been, he had been around for like a little while as a tag wrestler with like another big Texas guy. Like he was kind of just, that was his gimmick. The Texas. Guy from Texas. Yeah. Wrestler? He died like wrestler? two years after that. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like steroids. Oh. Okay. Like, I, I don't know exactly what it was, but it was, it was drug related. Okay. Allegedly. Right. This will be safe. Yep. <laughs> but no, yeah. So that's. So yeah, I don't like. Was, I know it was a pain match, but I didn't think I. I don't know why after all these episodes, I should probably that we I should probably accept that like two thirds of the match we watched are going to have interference. Yeah, but especially it still annoys me. Like I don't know. I was like very invested in this one. <laughs> when that guy ran out, I was like, ah, crap. I mean, it's a later match, so there's no DQ, so match will continue. Well, might as well just. Whatever you want, so then Jericho wins because Lance Cade or whatever was helping him. Well, not. I mean, he doesn't really come in the actual finish of the match. Yeah, kind of. Well, they're like fighting on top of the ladder and they hit each other with the ball. Oh, belt. that's true. That's true. I mean, it's he's involved, but he's not like the reason the match ends. That's true. It's not yeah. like he's holding Shawn Michaels' leg at the very end. Yeah. Still, too much for me. Yeah, so then 2009 is Shawn Michaels. Who's played at WrestleMania? Oh, that's the Undertaker match at WrestleMania. Oh, that's a really good yeah. one. And I was thinking of rewatching it, but we kind of ran out of time at the end. So yeah. We, yeah, we can watch we it just because. It. Yeah. That's good. It's, it's, it's a it's great. Good. It's like probably a top, top five at worst match in company history. So yeah. It's pretty, pretty high up there. But then. Then he goes back into DX, which is just horrible at this point. They were still trying to do generate the generation X in yeah. 2009. Yeah. Yeah. And into 2010. But then in 2010, he gets obsessed with wanting to face the Undertaker again at WrestleMania. Uh, okay. And that leads to the retirement match, which we also watched. So, mm-hmm. and then that was it for Shawn Michaels. He stayed retired until <laughs> MSK came with Colin in 2018. For the classic Attitude Air brawl of The Undertaker and Kane versus Shawn Michaels and Triple H DX. Oh, a lot of old people. Yep. 2018? Yeah. Kane was a friggin' mayor. They had to, like, they had to do something weird. They had to, like, make a donation to, like, the Knoxville family campaign or something. Oh, that's weird. Really weird. This was, like, the blood money show where it was, like, right after the journalists had gotten killed oh so yeah it was it was a messy 
MSK mean MSB? MSB, yeah. Okay, MSK is like... Mexican gang. Yeah, MS, okay. the same. Yeah. Oh, that was very messy. Yeah. Yeah, at first, at first I was the only one you meant, but I realized <laughs> you kept talking and I figured it out. So, so we're not going to watch that one, is what you're saying? No, it's horrible. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I mean... They're all so old and like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels is the best worker and he's his first match in... Eight years. Eight years. Yeah, I'm sure they all loved it. I'm sure they got paid. Oh, they got paid. A lot of money. They got all that money. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, Shawn Michaels will not come out of retirement for WrestleMania, but he'll come out for the Saudi money. Well, I'm sure it was substantial. Yes, I'm assuming there was quite a big bag. Yeah, but he's never wanted to come back and just do like a guest spot, Lazy. No, I mean, he's never... There was... It looked like it in 2013... They're kind of hinting a feud with him and Daniel Bryan, oh. but that never came to fruition. Huh. All right. So we have to rank Shawn Michaels again? Yes. Half? So, yeah. So we didn't really do it the first half because I kind of, yeah. So we didn't do it the first. So oh, before. I, I remember we said the wait till we did it this time. Right. So before we even get to the actual, like not looking at the rankings themselves, but if we go to just 98. So that kind of what we saw here. Well, where would you say Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels? How would you rank them? I, I've always liked Shawn Michaels better. Okay. What about you? I usually like Shawn Michaels better. This time around, though, I think I like the early stuff with Bret more. Like, okay. But it's kind of, that's the thing. It's like their first, like Shawn Michaels' first half and Bret Hart's whole oh, career okay. are kind of, there's a more for Bret Hart years wise, but they're comparative. You know, yeah. eighty five to ninety seven, and eighty eight to ninety eight. I mean, yeah. close enough. Yeah. So I kind of preferred Bret Hart over that, but then when it comes to the second half, Shawn Michaels just well, there's no one to compare it to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. he did really well for you know, being older and yeah. I well, he's that's the thing though. You think older, but when he came back, he was. 37. Yeah. So, so he's not... But still, that's pretty... Yeah. Like, I got what you're saying. Okay. So, the nuance. So, being able to work as a heel, a face, tag teams, um, double, a single guy. I feel like we only just watch singles matches. We don't want to watch Well, we watch... I mean, the oh, second half, the but if you half. compare yeah. the first half with... I mean, he's a good tag team wrestler. That, I think that's true. Seen. That's true. All right. I'm going to give him a nine. Alright, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's Bret Hart 9.5 for that. Oh. 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 Yeah, I'll go 9 also, I think. Okay. And then jump up, so like, big time matches. Oh, I think 9.5. 9.5? Can I count the 2009 one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, this is, I mean, it's all-inclusive yeah. of everything. I'm going to go 9, I'm going to kind of explain that. A little, a little bit where I talk about. Okay. And then P is promos, character work. Um, he, I don't know, like, I think I'd give an eight for that one. Yeah, I. Yeah, I go eight also because he's got like some good, really good but ones. He's not like a prolific one. But yeah, and his face promos are bad. Like when he's like world champ oh, and really? he's like got his. 65-year-old Mexican trainer with him, Jose Lothario. It's They're not good. Okay. So, yeah, I'll give him an 8. Actually, I'm going to go 7.5. Those, his baby face. Like, 
Okay. Want to be babyface promos. So work rate though. And that's like the actual bubble bell action. Oh, 9.5. Yeah. I think I'm going to give them the same. Yeah. Very, 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 very good. Or equal sum? Equal sign. S-U-M. Oh wow, pretty. So he's definitely one of my high. Yeah, I get, yeah, that makes sense. You do the rock. Oh, Steve Austin's really high for it. Yeah. Okay, so actually, they're Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. You gave them the same. Like, yes. One point. One point with Shawn Michaels. That's I re I I appreciate that. Yeah, it makes sense. You have, you have Steve Austin very high. So the thing for you have the rock above uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I think jump. I'm gonna talk about jump okay, up okay, factor. Okay, let me let me see. Because for both of Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, I both gave them nine. They cannot get a ten in jump up factor, I think, because it's like when they were both like Shawn, Bret Hart had kind of ninety three, but definitely ninety four was his year. Like he's the main guy. Shawn Michaels had nineteen ninety six. The company was in the shits during those years. Okay, yeah. Like, that. And I'm not saying it was their fault. I mean, they have, from 93 through 98, pretty much anytime you say, like, oh, it was the best match on the pay-per-view, it's either a Shawn Michaels or a Bret Hart match. Yeah, that's true. But just so for whatever reason, the company couldn't get going with them as the head, really. Mm -hmm. It was, they needed Steve Austin to yes. turn the tide in the ratings were and stuff. Gotcha. That wasn't, it wasn't happening with the other two. I mean, it was starting to turn with Shawn Michaels at the end, but that was mainly because people were turning in to see what Steve Austin was going to do, not what Shawn Michaels was going to huh. do. Interesting. So that's why I think both of them, and that's like in my overall rankings, last time they were 7 and 8. I think they're going to stay. I think they're going to have to go down, though, both of them. Well, I don't know. Daniel Bryan's tough. I don't know. They're going to be in this. Like, I don't think any of the guys they have above them should go below Bret Hart. I don't really like John Cena so much. Oh yeah, he's locked in as okay. one of the top of all time. Well, yeah, I definitely agree with that. But I don't know. I think I put John. Well, have you done John Cena yet? I no, I, so. I will. That's one thing we gotta figure out. Figure out. So okay. next month, I have Mick Foley. Okay. I have it locked in. But then, looking at, like, so guys that we haven't looked at, we're going to look at, I'll tell you, Randy Savage is November. Okay. Roman Reigns is December. Okay. But for the, any other guys in so the top? September and October. Maybe? Yeah. So who are you? Anyone? Uh, John Cena. John Cena? John Cena. Okay. Um, fit him in. No, Bruno San Martino. Uh, the matches aren't that good. But why do you have them up so high then? Because he had like okay, 85 cells at Madison Square Garden. Okay, fair enough. And I don't want to do Undertaker. I don't want to do Vince McMahon. We already did Roddy Piper. I guess we already technically did. Uh, we did some. I mean, we didn't We didn't specifically do these guys, but we did a lot of their matches. Yeah. Kurt Angle, I guess. Sergeant Slot. Nah, Kurt Angle. Oh, here. Let me go now. If there's any. One more. I'll go to, here, I'll go to 25, because after, and as some of these guys have to be rearranged. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm okay with ones you've picked. Okay. Yep, so cool. that's what we're 
Gonna keep doing. Texas McFoley. I think we watched a lot of McFoley, but that was for WCW. WCW, and then yeah. he's been involved in a lot of yeah. other guys. Like he's really good. Yeah. I'm gonna be biased on this next. I know. That's okay, Yolanda. There's, yep. there's no there's personal there's bias. Exactly. On this show, you don't have to have you don't have to be impartial. <laughs> Cool. So, yeah, that was what we... So, is Shawn Michaels in his second half? Is he a sexy boy? Yeah. He is he still... looks, I think he looks better, oh. a little bit older, too. Oh, okay. He's always got a nice body. I, don't, I never liked the mullet was a little too... Even crazy. with when he gets the... Like, 2008, he kind of starts getting the bald spot and the, yeah, the, the so lazy much, eye. Yeah, like the 2002 Shawn Michaels okay. pretty yeah. good. We're in the Philippines, 412. <laughs> sure, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, he had some very odd ring gear. Yeah, yeah, and we didn't... He was a sexy boy. We didn't even go into the, the brown pants, the poop pants, to Survivor Series 2002. Well, I'll have to Google that. Yeah, it was not a good color choice. Let me see. It was like his normal tights, but it looked brown? like brown poop. Like Survivor. And he also had a bad bob cut. Survivor Series 2002, Shawn Michaels. I'm sure we'll... This bit... Yeah. But the big and don't look at Yeah, like there it's kinda uh, they I mean, they're brown. brown, but like the way you're talking about it, I mean, I think it like he he looked like he was going for like a proto Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah, the haircut the was an odd choice. Not the best look. But no, he's He's, he's still good. a sexy boy? He's not yeah. your boy toy. My sexy boy. Yeah, he's your sexy boy. What's his personal life is is he married? Or? Yeah, he's. I mean, he married a nitro girl. You know, the nitro ladies who oh, would come yeah, out and yeah. dance. He, like, called. He was, like, probably, like, on pills in 1999 oh, watching really? Nitro. Called Kevin Nash and asked who oh, really? one of the nitro oh, girls what, like, her information. And, it, like, two weeks later they were going out and eventually they got married. And now they have, like, two kids and... Happily, he's, he's good. He's, he's kind of yeah, like he's straight and narrow now. Straight and narrow, and he's well. We'll not get into the whole management shuffling of the WWF, but he was like captain NXT even after Triple H was forced out. Really, yes. but Triple H is back now. Oh, okay. Because yeah, there's a lot going there's on. There's a lot going on. Interesting. Yep. Cool. No, I like Shawn Michaels. I've enjoyed yep. these watches. Yeah, I think this was a good. Good slew of matches. Good, good use of our summertime. Yes, exactly. All right. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Have a nice, nice have a nice week. month. Oh, next next month. month. Yes, have a nice <laughs> month. Bang bang. <laughs> I'll have mercy. We're coming with Mick Foley. Oh, I also want to say that I, we were out on the town last Saturday, and you were wearing an NWO shirt. Yes. And everyone thought you were the belle of the ball. Well, yeah. I mean, it was the wolf pack. You don't turn your back on the wolf pack. Yeah, but like, if that's reference is what, like twenty five years old. Yeah, people got it still. They sure did. <laughs> All the old 30-somethings in Roscoe Village really exactly. appreciate it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, all right, everyone. Thank you. Enjoy. Yeah, I, I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look. The drives are cool. While I've got the mood. That really move on. I said chill, up and down there, fine, I'm just a sexy boy, I'm not your boy toy, I'm just a sexy boy, I'm not your boy toy.
naked weed Whenever I'm around They see me walk They hear me talk I make them feel Like they're on cloud nine I'm just a sexy boy I'm not your boy toy I'm just a sexy boy I'm not your boy toy Sexy boy. 